It's me. I'm Tom. It's me. I'm Liam. Is this our new opening? I had a long day. I'm so <laughs> tired. I had a very bad hangover at work today. Well, then, this is Media Majors Storytelling Podcast. Each week, my wonderful co-host, Tom, and I uh, research and tell a story from a topic of our field of interests, within our spheres of interest. Yeah, I, I like to talk about internet culture and video games. I talk about gobbledygook you see on the screen machines. Uh, I'm going first. Sometimes we do an opening, and sometimes we are tired. Just dive right in. Dive right in, baby. Oh, Working that nine to five. Nine to five post, nine to five podcast. Nine to five. It's no way to make a living. I fucked that up. There we go. It's waiting for the word doc to load. Alrighty. Steven Allen Spielberg is an American filmmaker, considered one of the founding pioneers of the new Hollywood era, Borf, and one of the most popular directors and producers in film history. Spielberg started in Hollywood directing television and several minor theatrical releases, but became a household name after directing his only good movie, Jaws. Uh, he also, like, kinda sucks. Here is a list of good things that he's been involved with. This is the definitive list of all the good things Spielberg has done. I'm glad we're about to quantify how woke he is. Everybody. Jaws, Animaniacs, Tiny Toons, and Indiana Jones 3. Mm-hmm. Okay. End of list. Okay. Definitive end of the list. Oh, what about Saving Private Ryan? Fuck Saving Private <laughs> Ryan. The movie's bad and long. Earn it. Earn it, baby. Earn your place in Hollywood. What about Munich? Munich is weird, but I do like it. But I'm not putting it on the list. I enjoy... It's good. Aliens. I'm... Aliens? Aliens. Is James Cameron. James Cameron, holy fuck. Never mind. So I'm going to return back to something I did way back in, like, episode 26. Uh, this is my second ever Everything, Everything That Sucks About... Uh, which I think I did with The Wizard of Oz. So here's everything that sucks about Steven Spielberg. He supported George Bush's Iraq War. <laughs> uh, when President George W. Bush announced that he was sending troops to Iraq in 2003, a bunch of Hollywood's liberal elite zombies uh, rose up to the occasion to write a letter. Uh, this included Matt Damon, Samuel L. Jackson, Ethan Hawke, Uma Thurman, Dustin Hoffman. Do you know who it didn't include? Steven Spielberg, mm -hmm. who was, like, pretty cool with war. Uh, when the director was quizzed over his loyalties while doing press for a minor minority report in Italy, Spielberg bucked the position established by his peers and said, if Bush believes as I believe, then we're gonna go into Iraq, essentially. Isn't that fun? That is, yeah. Isn't that fun? He wrote his first prenup on a napkin. Uh, Are you shitting me? No, he um, was gonna. Uh, so he married the woman in Indiana Jones two, but before that, he was uh, with someone named Aving, Amy, Amy Irving, and apparently they got into a huge uh, fight over what to do paperwork wise during their divorce. So Spielberg just scribbled a bunch of stuff down on a napkin, and that was the prenup. No lawyers were that around. That is in an incredibly depressing detail. Uh, yeah, he went ended up paying $100 million to her in a settlement. I imagine because uh, her lawyer went, well, you wrote it on a napkin, you <laughs> fucking putz. Uh, whether knowingly or not, he is against making cinema accessible. Uh, Netflix had a movie that did really well and got nominated for a bunch of Academy Awards. How did Spielberg respond to this? It shouldn't be because it was streaming. He was trying to make a bunch of rules that eliminate streaming movies from, uh, you know, 
it being is, in contention. It is always so weird when people like think that the release is is part of so yeah he's trying to change the oscars uh he's basically against accessible cinema because not everyone lives near movie theaters and also movie tickets are fucking expensive as hell well also like you can't always get like major distribution sometimes you you like between like getting your movie released is the difference between like having it on netflix or not having it anywhere and my favorite and last fact he owns the movie rights to Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream oh, speech. Oh, shit, that's right! In 2009, Steven... This is from a Vice article. In 2009, Steven Spielberg's DreamWork company paid the estate for film rights to King's words, along with his life rights, uh, and then they just fucking sat on them. Couldn't do anything. Yeah, that is pretty catastrophically evil. <laughs> uh, you'll notice that in the movie Selma, they are not allowed to use any of the speech at all, and then Dave... Uh, Spie- blah, blah. Steven Spielberg loved Selma so much he went over to uh, the actor who played Martin Luther King and was like, do you want to play Martin Luther King for me? And I was just like, oh, fuck off, you goddamn... That's pretty gross. Uh, Yeah, the family of Martin Luther King is not, like, super happy about all this. A huge fan, I would imagine, yeah. Uh, And have tried and tried again to get the rights back. Mm. But Spielberg has enough money and lawyers to basically do whatever he wants. But it's weird when you point out the things that he owns and the people that he stifle. It's weird and uncomfortable, and that's why I don't like Steven Spielberg. Okay. The end. Time for my story. This is a story about fandom. Wait, oh. before that, oh, I think yeah. we should take a break. That's right. Ad break. Boom. Hey, listeners. Do you ever watch a movie for your favorite actor, but then you discover that it wasn't worth your time? Well, my time is worth nothing. I'm Lenny Burnham. I'm the host of The Filmographers, the podcast where I'll watch an actor's full filmography and tell you what stuff is worth watching and what stuff you shouldn't bother with. There's lots of episodes already available, a lot more coming soon. They're wherever you get your podcasts, so check out The Filmographers right here on Major Cast Network. Back. All right. Uh, I'm going to be talking about fandom. I'm, like, pretty... I think fandom is something that, like, I'm pretty critical of, but... Uh, I get, I get wanting to hang out and meet people with, like, a shared common interest, but, like, this is, uh, I'm gonna be talking about a a phenomenon that I want to call vandalism, (laughs) (laughs) um, and I think it is, like, a pretty good example of how, like, when fandom begins to serve itself as opposed to, like, you know, reaching out and forming a community, that's when it it sort of, like, spirals away. Like, I don't know, I'm not trying to say, like, don't be a fan of things. Obviously, There's a difference like, between being I a like fan things, of things but... and then being in a toxic fandom. Jordan Peele said his next movie is going to be about toxic fan Ooh, cultures for Candyman. That's fun. Yeah. All right. Supernatural is a, U- a U.S. television program, first airing in 2005 and continuing to this very day. The show follows Sam and Dean Winchester, two demon hunters with a traumatic past and a bleak future. The show boasts 14 seasons, over 300 episodes, and a rabid fan base. It's coming to a close soon. 15th and final, baby. final season. It's one of the longest-running shows. Damn. 
And it's one of those making things... that money though, making oh, that yeah, supernatural making money. money. But it's one of those things where it's like you have these two characters who have to fight escalating harder and harder monsters. Well, and so they're I all think God. That... It's so always think... like God and the devil, yeah. And I, th- I think they've just like fought time, like well, they they've fought the idea of time. Yeah, and they've all they both died numerous times and come back from hell. It's one of the foundational texts of 21st century fandom and manifested strongly on unpopular website Tumblr unpopular even amongst its users um it was part of a hideous supergroup known as super hulak after Oof. the confluence of named after the confluence of the three main mega fandoms Yoof. of tumblr supernatural doctor who and sherlock the first official use of the tag super hulak was in 2011 and the subculture only grew from there someone said sarcastically we should call ourselves super hulak <laughs> and then it happened they were like N- guys no i was kidding should note, indicative of how Super Hulak became representative of Ubermensch fandom as a concept, numerous other popular pieces of media with passionate fans such as Homestuck, The Avengers, Steven Universe, Harry Potter, and others fell under this umbrella term despite not being directly represented in the name. Mm-hmm. The defining feature of this slice of fandom was that they defined themselves entirely by the media they consumed to the point of creating a sort of mono language within internet modes of communications mm-hmm. consisted of a deluge of gifs references videos etc posted ad nauseum to the point where everyone else on tumblr begged for a release from this torment not everything has to be about the show that you like jesus christ oh, have a personality all fans fuck that all fans this is fucking rick and morty bullshit anybody oh, yeah. yeah like it's rick identical morty. across all social media platforms rick and morty fandom is the worst fandom of all time <clears throat> you know yeah, maybe I not think... of all time but like at least top three. it's it's definitely like up there yeah. it is very much like the most recent iteration in that cycle i think i can't think of anything the last more 10 recent. Years. yeah i mean i'm thinking like you know fans of genghis khan probably weren't great but i don't think that counts <laughs> yeah because uh, Genghis Khan's a real person and not a fictional character. What? I thought he was just a villain in media. I was going to say Mulan, but I'm almost positive they don't fight Genghis Khan in Mulan. Uh, I, I don't remember. They, they fight, they fight... Mongols. Mongols, but... but it's not, it's not like, and James Woods has Genghis Khan. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, bringing it back down to specifically Supernatural, that one of the show's recurring characters is the Angel Castiel, portrayed by Misha Burton. He's a subset of Uber fans, known as Misha Migos, or Misha's Minions, because the central tenet of this type of fandom is stripping out any individuality to parasocially belong to the object of possession. Like, I think that's the thing I, I realize the more, like, fandom nicknames it's always, like, my, uh, this, that, the other. Even, even more, like, I think, uh, like, positive terms that are not, like, you're my minions like little like lady gaga they are her uh little little monsters monsters and such like there is there is like an element of of possession there in the language that i think is like sorry misha barton misha burton oh burton i was gonna say misha burton is not in supernatural in 2013 at the beginning of super hulak's zenith tumblr user loki's leather suit (laughs) classic shit baby proposed this sort of april fool's joke Quote, on April Fool's Day, we should all change our icons to this. This being a a picture of Misha Burton looking slightly bemused at a Comic-Con 2009 appearance. This post exploded because literally all you needed to do for popular posts was to engage with Super Hulak. After setting her icon to the picture to kick off the event a day early, no less, on the 31st. 
thing. Sorry, can you spell this actor? I'm trying to look up this. M I S H A Burton, like Tim. After sending her icon to the picture to kick off the event, uh, things quickly got out of hand. Icons, gifts, edits of memes, it f all flooded Tumblr. By 6 a.m. of April 1st, Loki's leather suit had coined the phrase, Misha-pocalypse. Sadly, God, that's so good. It's so good when an actor's name ends on a vowel because then you can create, like, just, uh, you have an easy slew of portmanteaus available to you. Sadly, there's no, uh, there are no notable or even funny posts. I looked for them. This was back to front, unimaginative and annoying, like a shitty copy pasta that read, I watch the show everyone watches. It spread even beyond Tumblr to Twitter and Facebook, though it did not reach nearly the same scope as it did on Tumblr. Uh, a brief aside, this expression of fandom is actually pretty common. Here's a pretty deep cut for you, but something similar happened on the Game Informer forums back in, like, 2011, except with brownies. They all decided, like, we're going to all post about, like, we're, we're going to make it seem like we're commenting about, like, the, uh, like EA announces, I don't know, like, Star Wars brings the guns again. I'm, and then they would talk about brownie shit in the comments. I'm after. so sorry. His name is Misha Collins. Am I... Oh my god. Yeah, that's Holy why I was looking fuck. up a dead that like the the yeah. <laughs> How did I do that? I have no clue. But Hang yeah, it's on. Misha Collins. Misha Collins. Yeah. Jesus Misha Barton Christ. is a different actress. I apologize everyone. Um it's indicative of like a I don't know, like an insecurity amongst people who are like very annoying about their fandom that they perform it as loud as possible, believing the popular bristling to their embarrassing behavior is like some sort of marginalization. Like again, Rick and Morty fans who think you have to be smart to enjoy to enjoy and understand a show designed around an established popular form of narrative storytelling found across half hour comedy. Other There's versions a character named Mr. Poopy Butthole, you don't have to be smart. Yeah. Other versions of vandalism then followed suit. Uh, uh, multiple definitions of Misha Apocalypse were added to Urban Dictionary. Wikipedia entries were created by fans and then deleted by Wikipedia. Uh, Misha Collins himself commented on the event saying over Twitter, the hashtag Misha Apocalypse is worse than an ordinary apocalypse. I've signed up for facial surgery, so I never have to see that face again. Good Which Lord. is a pretty strong come down. Um, That's a hell of a... Hell of a response. The event has remained a yearly occurrence, though participation has mercifully slowed to a crawl, especially given the end of the Super Hulak fandom. I'm actually just doing reading from this. There, There's like a lot of stories from Super Hulak that I would like to... You should do a Super Hulak episode, and I can talk about how Stephen Moffat's whole head went in his butthole. Um, yeah, and then, uh, that, that's sort of the story. Then it, it does, it does repeat, they do do it again, which is unbelievably aggravating, but uh, it doesn't get nearly the same amount of attention or participation. Uh, and yeah, that is our episode. Thanks for listening to Tom talk about the wrong actor for the majority Jesus Christ, I got the first name right, I cannot believe that. And thanks for listening to Rhoda, having fun with her chew toy in the back there. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do a quick self-care corner. Um, what was... Oh, I got to listen to my coworker talk about how he met Clive Barker over the weekend, and it was fucking oh, rad as cool. hell. Yeah, it was super dope. Um, I'm I'm going to E3 this week. There Actually, yeah, if you were if you were a listener of the show, um, you can come. I'll be at the show floor on Wednesday. I'll probably be hanging around, mostly around IndieCade, because, like, I'm not waiting in a line for four fucking hours for a game that I'm gonna see 
un- unending footage of. Is Hidetake gonna be there? I don't know. I do not know. If um, he's there, can you tell him that Liam's like super impressed? Mm-hmm, He'll I know will. what it means. Um, and if George R. R. Martin's there, steal one of his hats. <laughs> don't talk to him. Uh, yeah, so I'll be an indicate. I'll probably be around like the bar or the cafeteria as well. Next episode will probably just be your E3 Ooh, experience, yeah, right? Like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, story. next episode I'll talk about all the shit that I saw at Indicate. Yeah, that's like frankly the only interesting stuff at E3. Yeah, and then I'll just riff on. I'll make fun of you. It'll be perfect. <laughs> I won't um, make fun of you. I'll just talk about how I'm jealous I wasn't going to play all these indie games. Yeah. Uh, hey, we have a Patreon on the network. Support it. Yes, www.patreon.com slash majorcasts. Uh, also, if you want to do a one-time donation, paypal.me slash majorcasts. Listen to the other shows on the network. We have Absolutely. a Brett Easton LLS podcast that's fucking killing it. We've got the filmographers up and running again. Uh, we've got big-time whoopsies. We, have, we are experts with a bunch of idiots. I hate all three of them so much. They make they drive my they drive me insane. Um. Yeah, I think that's I think that's everything. That's everything. Thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, we'll be there for you. Bye. <laughs>